Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to the Prepare My Mission podcast, where our mission is to equip you for an effective mission trip abroad. We do that here by having honest conversations about what it looks like to live out our faith, not only on the international mission field, but here at home as well. Sitting across from me is my wife, Terry. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, CJ. And in this episode, we'll be discussing the dangers of having a savior complex during your mission trip. We'll also be answering a listener's question about the best books for a 17-year-old to read to fuel a life that's passionate about mission work. Finally, we'll be updating you on what new content we have on our website. And with that, let's get started. to October. Woo-hoo, my uh, favorite month. Of course, <laughs> like we tend to do now, we missed last week's podcast, but it's because you were sick. Yes. Um, but we're back on track this week, uh, at least kind of. Um, <laughs> we've got, I've got my tea in my left hand. Uh, mm-hmm. The Braves are done for the year, so things are kind of, you know. Wrapping up. It feels like it for whatever reason. <laughs> this year is wrapping up yeah, is what it feels that like. That is very true. Um, but hey, we're back here today. Uh, before we get started, though, we do have a bit of housekeeping, as people Ooh. like to call it on yeah. podcasts. <laughs> uh, we will be slowing down a little bit here uh, through the rest of the year. Um, so just because it's a little bit slower of a time in the fall and because, uh, because we want to enjoy the fall season, enjoy the holidays... Uh, we're going to be doing one podcast in October, November, and December. So if next two weeks from now you're like, hey, where's the podcast? Well, it's because we're slowing down just a bit, mm-hmm. but we'll ramp right back up in January. It's just a little ebb and flow. You mm-hmm. know, you got yep. to <laughs> ramp up and you got to slow down a little bit. But speaking of the next podcast, that's one you don't want to miss because we're actually going to, going to be doing our first interview mm. uh, on on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're actually interviewing a couple of long-term missionaries from uh, Southeast Asia. So that's going to be super interesting. So if you've ever wanted to know like what, hey, it's, really what like. it's really like, uh, not just from a short-term thing, not even just from someone that's been serving for a year, uh, but these... Uh, two people have been serving there for a lot of yeah. years. How many Five years? plus. Five plus? Yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. So we're going to be interviewing them on the next episode. So uh, if you want to just shut this off and wait till the next one, <laughs> you know, whatever, that's fine. Just don't miss the next one. Uh, and so that's that's all the housekeeping I have. Cool. Uh, we do have a quote of the day. This is like the third time <laughs> we've done this. Uh, and the quote of the podcast is when God wants you to grow, he makes you uncomfortable. Um, So if you're uncomfortable, whether it's at school or in your job or in your church or your faith or with your possessions or whatever, uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe God's kind of poking at you and he's ready for you to grow, whether it's in your current situation or grow out of that current situation into something new. It's good. What do you think? Yeah. I'm sure I found it on Pinterest or something, but (laughs) it's true though. It's a great quote. When God wants you to grow, he makes you uncomfortable. And speaking of uncomfortable, let's move on to our discussion. <laughs> right? Yes. Are you foreshadowing that this might be an uncomfortable no topic? They're always uncomfortable, I feel like. I don't know. Sometimes 
You just never know. You just never know. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. All right. With that, we will move on to our featured discussion for this podcast, The Dangers of Having a Savior Complex. Keep listening. of having a savior complex during your mission trip. So it's not a super catchy title this week. <laughs> it's more like that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like last the last episode, we were talking about how social justice right. could ruin your trip. Kind of, you know. That intrigues that, yeah. people. This one, I don't know if it's super well, catchy or not. might be intriguing. But it's definitely interesting. Yeah. So the way that this discussion is going to work is we actually have uh, a list of um, the different dangers that a savior complex can uh, create on mm -hmm. a mission trip. But before we jump into those uh, points or those thoughts, what is a savior complex? Because that sounds super weird. It sounds, dist <laughs> it sounds disturbing. It sounds like you've got a, yeah. some sort of disease. I've got a savior complex. <laughs> well, and I think it's more of a, I mean, save your mindset, save your complex, same idea. But yes. um, essentially I think it's, Kind of having a subconscious state of mind that you're the answer to someone's problems. Yeah. Um, or that you can fix their situation. Yes, so I would, would agree. Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, that we're the answer to someone right. else's issues. Yeah, or circumstances. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. W I guess what are the dangers? So do we want just want to jump in? How can that manifest itself on a mission right. trip? Maybe is what we need to talk about first. Why is that? Uh, a temptation for someone going on a mission trip. Well, I think I definitely think that you you want to do good, right? We all you're going on a mission trip because you want to help and you want to make a difference. But I think there's a fine line that can be crossed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in what what level of responsibility you take for the outcomes. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where um, it's important to think about this and at least have this on your radar because it is easy to fall into. Yeah, um, I would say we yeah we all want to save the world. We yeah. all want to kind of help people that are living in difficult situations, or kids living in you know abusive situations, or a community that's struggling. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. we have a desire to save the world, right. and I think that's a good thing because uh, you know I think that's part of the fingerprint of God in our yeah. lives that we want to. Uh, we had we were designed with a desire to serve and help, mm -hmm. but dangers arise when we take that desire too far, yeah. uh, and that's what the savior complex is. It, when we uh, take that desire and it almost become and it does become an issue. Right. Um, so while it's good to believe that we can make a difference, uh, dangers emerge when we take that feeling too far. Yeah. So what is the first danger if we take that feeling too far and we develop a savior complex? Okay. Yeah, um, well, the first one we came up with is that um, it essentially elevates you above other people. Yeah. And to me personally, what how that manifests is that the focus, when you go on a mission trip, your uh -huh. focus is to serve others, right? Right. And to serve your team members and to serve God. I thought it was the focus was to travel. <laughs> <laughs> no, is that not it? No. Well, that can be one part of it, sure. But I think... If you begin to believe this savior mentality or let that manifest, then I think the focus can shift from that servant mentality and that servant attitude to what are you going to get out of it. Okay. Um, and, you know, I think that in and of itself puts your needs above those that you're serving. And so, um, 
you look confused. Yeah, keep going. Keep <laughs> okay. explaining. So, I'm trying to follow. Well, I just I think that men, the mentality can shift from um, finding the needs of others, you know, and, and putting them before yourself and finding what you're going to get out of it. And, um, you know, uh, essentially idolizing yourself and your efforts um, and the outcomes of those. So Okay. And I think that's dangerous because then it becomes about you, you yeah. know, and not. So that's what you mean people. by it elevates. You yeah, above to others. me, that's what it means. I don't know if you had a different thought, but to me, it because <laughs> we don't discuss these beforehand, right, we, we just had points. Yeah, but I mean, to me, that's that's what it means. Is you're going to serve others, but if you have this savior mentality of I'm going to fix this problem, it mm-hmm. becomes about yourself. Yeah, you know, and that's not good. I agree with that. I mean, I think that's spot on. I came at it from a different perspective, which is <laughs> that's why, why I was you confused. looked confused. <laughs> but, you know, it could mean it's just different ideas behind right. this point that all we have written down is it elevates you above others. Right. So that is definitely one mm-hmm. way I think it elevates you above others is because yeah, you become your own focus a little bit. Right. Um the way I was kind of approaching that and I don't know if I'm going to explain this well because I don't have anything written down, <laughs> uh, is that it just kind of elevates you as far as like almost your status as a as a human being. Oh, yeah, I can see uh, that. Like, you know, obviously Jesus was our Savior, right. and he had, uh, you know, he was fully God. And so, you know what? He deserves to have that Savior complex. Right. He deserves to be elevated because he was God. Right. But for us, it's obviously very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we t- embrace a Savior complex... And almost feel like we're better than yeah. other people. Uh, that's where it gets dangerous because, like, I have the answers. I know what I'm doing. I have yeah. more resources. I, I you, yeah. you, those types of feelings can elevate you inappropriately above the people you're serving. Oh, yeah. Does I that can make see sense? That. Yeah. Um, and that's spot on. And that rolls right into point mm-hmm. number two, which is it takes away the dignity of others. Yeah. So when you kind of have that mindset or that subconscious feeling that I have the answers and I've got, I can handle this. Right. Um, and I'm your savior in a way, or right. I'm your solution. It takes away, um, the dignity of the people you're serving. And the best, one of the things that always comes to mind when I think about that is just the idea that how would I feel if I was in someone else's shoes that needed to be served mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a guy, I'm a man, so I feel that responsibility to take care of my family, and I can't. I'm struggling. I can't provide, or I can't do this or that, or I can't provide the health care that my kids need or something else. And then you have this American swoop in with their credentials and their, you know, Red Cross or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they can give my family what they need. That if you come in with that savior complex, it would just, and kind of that elevated status, if you will, as a man that couldn't help my own family, mm. I would feel really undignified. Yeah. Like I would just feel just uh, almost ashamed of myself. Yeah. Uh, and it, and so in that situation where you have somebody serving somebody else's family, mm-hmm. that family is in a very vulnerable position. Uh, you know, as you're that person coming in, you have the potential to either demean that family by serving them right. with a bad mm-hmm. mindset or you have the ability to empower them and say, you know what, you're doing amazing. I'm just here to walk alongside you and be the wind in your sails and empower you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'll let you jump in. Oh yeah. No, I mean I I mean that's spot on. That's pretty much what I thought of too. But you know, and I think 
I think the biggest thing with that is the sensitivity and empathy side are lost. Yes. You know, and because you're yeah, right. talk about that a little bit. Well, I just think that um, if you come in and, and, yeah, you're making other people feel undignified or you kind of come in and say, and, you know, oh, here I am. I'm, I'm here to fix your issues, you know. Um, that's not sensitive to where they're at. Like you said, right. they're in a vulnerable state. And you, you almost have to um, take a look at, okay, let me put myself in their shoes. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Empathy. Right. So, because um, the last thing you want to do is make them feel invaluable, you yeah. know? So I think that's a big one. Uh, yeah. So the last, the thing I did have written down is that we need to embrace empathy in that moment and embrace the feelings of the other person and identify with them. Mm-hmm. And then from that mindset and that emotional state, then offer to help. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Because it's not always about fixing their issue. Right. That's true. A lot of times, a lot of, I mean, a lot of times people just need that supporting hand. You know, they just need someone to say, hey, you've got somebody who supports you and has your back through this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, it's listening first, you know, empathizing with their feelings. And then if there's a way that you can assist them, go for it, you know? But you yeah. can't just come in and swoop in and fix it for them like that. So let's then move on to the third danger. So first, it elevates you above others, the savior complex. Uh, Second, it takes away the dignity of others. Number three, thirdly, third, uh, (laughs) it can create dependency. Mm -hmm. Do you want to jump into that one? Yeah, well, and I think this too, they all do kind of flow in one one into the other, but... um, It's nice when it flows. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do think if you come in, you know, and, and... Obviously, a lot of this is subconsciously done. Like we don't I think go pretty much. I think all yeah. of it is subconscious. You don't no one goes go in with like, the mentality. Okay, I'm going to be the savior. You know, you <laughs> yeah. don't you don't do that. You don't have that mindset. But um, if you subconsciously come in and you just almost want to be a hero, I guess. Yeah, and, you that's know, a gr- and that's the sorry. I'm yeah, interrupting, but that is completely the word that we use. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we're we're the hero and. And that's not a bad thing. Like we always, we all want to be right. a hero in somebody else's life, but that is definitely the the stepping stone, I think, or a, you know, a, a dangerous step into believing that subconsciously that we are the answer, we are right. the solution, we're the savior. Yeah, go ahead. Well, and I think with dependency, if you have that mindset or you have that approach mm-hmm. um, to fixing someone's circumstances, they they have no other choice but to depend on you. Right. You know, if if you're in need and and someone comes in and just provides that need, it's not a long-term solution. And so if you're only meeting that immediate circumstance or that immediate need, I'm going to need you again. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So I definitely think it it they have no other choice. Yeah, I would just say it creates dependency because just like you're saying, mm-hmm. yeah, you're the hero, it means you're the one and done solution. Right. Um, and when you're gone, you then know, what? They yeah. need you again. They're going to need you again. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I would just add that serving is great, especially when we help those that can't help themselves or in you know situations that they they need someone else's mm-hmm. help. But equally as great is encouraging and empowering yeah. and being like I was just saying earlier, the wind in someone else's sails. Right. Uh, to figure out their own solutions to yeah. their problems. And that's a big mental shift between 
I'm the hero. I have the answers. I'm here to get it done for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm the wind and a sail and a ship and right. I'm not driving this thing. I'm just here to push you along as you point the rudder right. in the direction that your community and your family needs to go. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just, it doesn't always feel, it, it, it feels better to do something for somebody right. and be the hero than it does to uh, just empower them and work alongside right. them a lot of times. Well, and because I think that when you come in with that hero, right, or you just come in and, and provide the immediate, those are immediate results. And yeah. those do feel better because you're seeing the impact right then and there. And so it's easy to, you know, then you get all emotional about it and you get you know, on a spiritual high about it, it's easy to fall into that and do And those aren't bad things to come in and fix immediate issues. Right. But like you said, you know, it's not as um, glamorous to to come in and honestly just humble yourself alongside a community and people and just be working hands for, for, and a resource for them, you know, to help, help empower them and and encourage them. That's not the most glamorous, you know, Um, but I think that's important. Yeah. So anything else there? Should we move on? (laughs) So then the, what is this point? Four. Four. The fourth reason that a savior complex is dangerous is because it it, just like the the dependency, it all flows. (laughs) It does encourage you to do for Mm -hmm. instead of do with. Yeah. You know, if, you know, the an example I, you know, thought about is just like if someone, I mean, if someone does your math homework for you in high school, you know, you call that person awesome. They're your hero. They're right. your savior. Yeah. Thanks for doing that for me. And while it's great in the moment to have that work done from you, obviously it doesn't help you in the long right. run. Uh, when you go to college. Yeah. Um, exactly. Or so, the next time you need that. Or, yeah. Or the next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the same way, having that savior mentality uh, encourages you to do four instead of do with. And when we do stuff for locals the whole mm-hmm. time, uh, it's often great in the moment. You know, it's like, awesome. That was, right. we really needed that, but it doesn't really help after you're gone. Right. Um, instead, if we avoid that savior complex and we do with the locals and invite them to participate in uplifting their own family and their own mm-hmm. community, then we're setting them up for success right. after we leave. Yeah. Is that just... Well, and I mean, that and dependency definitely go hand in hand for sure. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add there? I mean, I think kind of this. We're just through those two. No, I mean, I think that's kind of the same point of like, you know. We're just being redundant. (laughs) No. I mean, the goal is to enable and partner with a community, right? Um, Is it? And if you don't want to do that or if you're not being strategic about that, then you're not going to set them up for long-term success. Yep. And so, yeah, doing four you know, just like kids, you do four until they can do, you know, you do it as a parent for them until they can do it themselves, yes. you know? And if you continue to do four and four, they'll never learn to do it themselves. Yeah. And it's the same idea. So you want to set them up for long-term results. Yeah. You know, I think I just, I mean, the obvious, or I'm just thinking out loud here, yeah. but like, you know, Jesus did do something for us that we could not do for ourselves. Right. And that is quite literally what a savior and our savior does. He right. did something for us we had no chance to do on our own. Uh, on our own. Yeah. But we are not saviors ourselves, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
anyways, let's we'll move on to your point here. Your your is this the last one? This is this is the last point. Okay. And <laughs> whatever. Well, people are Pe- fine. Yeah. Go ahead. So point number five <laughs> um, is that it's spiritually dangerous. Yeah. Um, and I said this is your point because you threw this one in and I don't have anything yeah. to add for it. So this <laughs> so, is, I have, it's so spiritually, up, I have on my paper, it's spiritually dangerous in parentheses, Terry talks. <laughs> so this is, this is you, you go. Okay. Um, well, I have, I titled it spiritually dangerous because, you know, and, and like we've said, a lot of this is not, a lot of this is subconscious, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if you don't, if you're not aware of this and you're not on guard against it, then, um, it can infiltrate a lot of spirit, like your how it how it affects you spiritually. And what I mean yeah. by that is, if you're serving and you you start having this hero and savior complex, I think that leaves God out of it, um, out of what you're doing, or I think it puts him in a box. Yeah. Um, and I think that we risk seeking our own glory over God's glory. And I it's think very insightful. Well, and I think that's such a um, well. Obviously, that's a dangerous road to go down, right? None of us would choose. Okay, God, I'm going to seek your. I'm going to take your glory, right? We wouldn't do that, but it's it's a path that leads to that, right? Yeah, we risk basically pumping ourselves up, right? Yeah, and you know, it, it's it's about what we can do. It's about um, our control. It's you know, it's about the impact we make um you know if we have this mentality it's about the the um responses from the people around us right Mm -hmm. how much recognition are we getting and these are all subconscious right it's the sin in us that wants these things and i think we have to be on guard against that um because when you leave god out of something you can only do so much right right um and that's i think that's really dangerous and um obviously we want god to get the glory for what we're doing right um but i I think you have to be intentional with that a lot of times there are i'm assuming it's throughout the book of acts when the disciples are going in they're going out into the world and preaching and healing people Mm -hmm. and i feel like a couple of times and if it if you agree with me then i'm sure it's there but um where they're out and they're healing people and the people start praising them for what they did. And just if you go back and read those stories, how quickly and how aggressively they rebuked the people for praising them. Like, you know, they were like tearing their clothes. Like, no, this was not me. You know, this was, this had nothing to do with me. And uh, when you contrast that, like, uh, and it's not false humility. It's just right. like, no, this has nothing to do well, with me. This is all about what God is doing. Right. And you contrast that with the way we serve on mission trips. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I would be quite that quick to be like, no, this has yeah. nothing to do with me. Right. This don't thank, you know, don't praise me for doing this, for being here. Right. This is all, you know, this is all God and how those are, in my mind, very right. contrasting ideas. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think that shows the weight of this. You know, God's glory is not something that any of us should ever think that we could obtain. You know what I mean? And I think... And I think nowadays, obviously, none of us are tearing our cloaks and screaming in the streets, right? But nowadays... Oh, I do. (laughs) That's why our neighbors don't like us. I'm just kidding. Um, But I think it's such an internal thing these days that, like you said, like, yeah, we're not going to be quick to 
say, oh, no, 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 you know, I mean, don't praise me, praise God. I mean, we're not quick to say stuff like that, but we'll, we'll smile and say, oh, yeah, praise God. But then we go home feeling, okay, yeah, you know? Like, yeah, I did that. And I, yeah, and I just think that it's something we have to be on guard against. And um, I don't think it's an easy thing to resist, you know, but, um, you know, we, we, we just don't want to fall into that um, trap, I guess, of feeling that... Um, it's, it's about us and, and yeah. what we can do and, and that we control the outcome. Yeah. So. So then to wrap up this conversation, how would you sum up the opposite? Uh, so we're trying to avoid the savior right. complex. What's the opposite of that? Just to, to wrap this up then. The opposite of that. Um, well, I think I think a lot of it is working and serving with the team that yeah. you're with. Um that's one one way. What about you? So yeah, the opposite of the savior complex uh, and looking, seeing yourself as that savior and that hero is a team mentality. When when we embrace the team mentality, you know, when you look at yourself as part of a team, we're reducing the ten, the temptation to elevate ourselves above others or to take away the dignity of the people we meet because. Uh, because it's not about you, it's right. a, you know, it's a team effort. And I have a verse here, 1 Corinthians twelve twenty seven, which says, now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. And, you know, I mean, I just threw that out there mm -hmm. because it indicates that, hey, we're designed to work together and serve and love others as a team. Right. And when we abandon the Savior complex and embrace that team mentality, you know, we're really... I think living out what it means to be the body of Christ right. on the mission field. Yeah, I think that's great because I think when you have a team, you've got you guys are all working toward an end goal. Yeah, you know, and it, it's it's a unified front. It's not it doesn't single one person out. the The one thing that it singles out is that we're all here for the same purpose, and that purpose is to serve you and serve you know serve others and and point you to Christ as the body of Christ. Right. So. I think that's good. Well, that's about it. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? So if you if you see another danger in the Savior Complex or if you see that, hey, you know, we didn't get that quite right or, you know, if you have a differing view, we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can email us at podcast at preparemymission.com if you want to have a private conversation. We actually respond to emails there. Uh, or you can, you know, post on our Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram. We typically post... Uh, a link to this podcast episode uh, from all of those uh, venues. So you can just comment your responses on those posts. It's as easy as that. We'd love to hear what you think. And with that, we'll move on to our listener question. Uh, so stay tuned. Keep listening. This week's listener question comes from Marissa, uh, who sent us an, an Instagram message. Uh, Marissa asked, do you guys recommend any books for 17-year-olds like me that love mission work and are passionate about doing something like that in the future? Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> we don't have any recommendations. All right. Well, let's move. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Boy. That was my joke. <laughs> it wasn't a very great one. All right. You want to jump in? You've got a, I see you have a stack of books in front of you. <laughs> well, this should you, only take about 20 minutes. It's funny. Wait. When you brought this uh, 
question up, I was like, yep, absolutely. And you're like, oh, okay. And I pulled out three books. Um, I feel like we've answered this before, but possibly. that's okay. Go well, ahead. Yeah, the first one is called Revolution and World Missions, uh-huh. and it's by K.P. Yohanan. And this one is cool because it's actually free. So if you go to revolutionbook.org, uh, there is a tab on the right-hand side to get the book, and it's free. Cool. What else um, you got? The next one is Cross-Cultural Servanthood, and this is by Dwayne Elmer. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> is what came that's to what mind. what you think of. And this is talking about serving the world through Christ-like humility, so that's a good one. And then um, do you want me to mention the yeah. last one? This is CJ's thought was uh, Radical, Yep. Uh, which is a pretty well-known book um, by David Platt, and it's just... Taking Back Your Faith from the American Dream. Yeah, I think I like that one a lot because it kind of sets you up and fires you up Mm -hmm. for uh, living life differently. Yeah. And that's kind of what mission work is about. Yeah. Um, I would also add, uh, let's see here, uh, depending on if you feel like you're drawn to a specific region, like uh, for many years, Africa was kind of that place for me, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I tried to learn as much as I could about the problems and the issues and that kind of a thing facing that continent. And so from that respect, uh, I would do research and find out, you know, if there are books and that kind of a thing for those regions. So for me, Africa, there's a book called The Shackled Continent that I would recommend, which talks all about the economic issues, the people, uh, the issues that people face. Mm. Um, And it's written by a, a journalist in Europe who actually... Uh, spent, you know, I think decades reporting from Africa. So just super insightful stuff. That's cool. Um, I would also uh, check out, uh, I've got two more here. So there's one called uh, Deep Justice Journeys. Uh, It's actually a student journal. So for a 17-year-old in high school or getting ready to go into college, it actually uh, is basically a, a, a journal with devotions and prompts and that kind of a thing to help you process, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, focusing your life on missions. The subtitle is Moving from Mission Trips to Missional Living. And and I actually worked through that uh, years ago. And that was really, really great uh, for me. And then finally, I have a recommendation from uh, one of our Instagram followers, Angie, uh, who months ago tagged us in a post and said, hey, this is an awesome devotional. And it's called Before You Go. Before You Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, colon, a daily devotional. Hmm. Um, so I hope you wrote all that down. <laughs> like we said, we didn't have any. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll have links to all of those uh, in our podcast notes. So if you visit our website, I'm about to tell you where to find those podcast notes. Um, but um, if you visit our website, we'll have links to all those there. So if you're interested, if you have a question that you'd like answered, you can email us at podcast at preparemymission.com or send us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to answer if we can. And what's happening on the website? This is the last section of the podcast where we tell you uh, what new stuff we have on our website because we're not just a podcast. We have a whole website with information. And So the conversation we just had is actually being turned into an article like we tend to do. Uh, So we'll have a new article on the site this week, uh, The Dangers of Having a Savior Complex During Your Mission Trip. Uh, Also, I mentioned this on the, I think, last two podcasts. Two podcasts ago, we told you we have some new stickers. uh, And if you visit preparemymission.com slash stickers, you can check out some really sweet 
uh, cool, encouraging stickers that we have on the website. And then last week, we extended this offer to you, which I'm going to extend again, (laughs) which is a free sticker offer. So if you check those out and you like them and you think they're cool, go and leave us a review on iTunes and we will send you a free sticker of your choice. So leave a review uh, for our podcast on iTunes and then send an email to podcast at preparemymission.com or cj at preparemymission.com, whatever you want to. It goes to the same inbox. (laughs) Uh, And let us know that you left a review and we'll send you a real sticker in the real mail. (laughs) So I know a lot of you guys are probably listening in your car or you're running or whatever. So just make a mental note when you get home or get back to your phone or whatever. Uh, don't do it while you're driving. Do it while you're driving. I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, don't. I, you have to say it's that terrible. so that people don't sue you if they crash. No. Um, so yeah, make a mental note. Leave us a review, and we'll send you a free sticker. And that's it for this episode of the podcast. We will have another podcast for you on the first Tuesday of November. Remember, we're taking things a little slower. Uh, over the holiday season. Uh, So November 2nd, we'll have a new episode for you. Between now and then, uh, don't forget to uh, check out those stickers. Remind yourself that God is up to something big in your life. Uh, While you're on the website, you can also check out our podcast notes for this episode uh, by visiting preparemymission.com slash podcast. And then lastly, if you visit our website, you'll find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. You can connect with us all week long uh, and not just once a month or twice a month when you listen to the podcast. We'd love to hang out with you all week. And that's it. Uh, Until next time, I'm CJ. I'm Terry. And thank you for listening.